Everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? This is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. I'm Carl Brown. Welcome back to the podcast. And today I have an exciting episode for you because I feel like God wanted me to share this with you. And I, I woke up in the middle of the night thinking, oh, here's what I should do in this next episode. So I'm really hoping that this is of value to you. And what we're going to talk about in this episode is looking back on a suffering, a sorrow, a sadness, a difficulty in your life, and and using that to find uh, how, how God was trying to work in your life, how God was trying to bring about good through that. So this podcast is sponsored by Our Lady of Kibejo. Kibejo, Rwanda was the site of the most recent major church-approved apparition of our Blessed Mother. She warned us of the Rwandan genocide of 1994, and she reintroduced the Seven Sars Rosary 10 years before the genocide occurred, which she confirmed by predicting the death and resurrection of three visionaries in Rwanda. And the warning she gave the people of Rwanda was specifically a warning not just for Rwanda, but for the whole world. So what will you do now? Will you pray the rosary every day as she asked? Or will you one day regret not having done enough to prevent what she warned us about? Let's pray to the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Lord, bring to mind whatever it is you want me to share and make me forget whatever it is you don't want me to share. Amen. Our Lady of Sorrows, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. One of the challenges of creating content, writing a book, giving us a talk, you know, doing a podcast, is how can what I want to share with you stick with you? What can I do to help you take this and use it in the future so that it doesn't just become not not even a faint memory, but even like not even a memory. So many things come in and out our ears and and they emphasis on going out of our ears. So today's episode, I want to share with you how to look back on a difficult experience and pray to find what God maybe was doing at that time through that challenge. And if I say that I want to help you do that, but you're in your car right now, or you're you know, on a bike path, or you're running or something, how can you take that with you and, and apply it? In other words, really what I'm sharing with you, I wish I could be sharing maybe in a retreat setting where you've got a notebook and you can take notes and then immediately take this to prayer. So, you know, I wrote a book about sales and I, and I called the book the PRNDL process, which is like the, the, the letters on your dashboard as you're driving. And the reason I did that was so that PRNDL could be a way to remember what I was trying to convey in that book. And here we are talking about the seven sorrows of Mary and looking back on them for 
a way to find a blessing, a way to turn sorrow into joy, a way to harvest graces from the sowing of, of, of tears. And I want to help you take this and make it be of value. So what better way to do that than to use the seven sorrows as a framework? So I'm going to go through the seven sorrows, but I'm going to ask questions for you to ponder, especially as you think about some adversity that you've encountered. So hopefully, so hopefully even if you're driving or if you're at, you know, at some place where you can't take notes, you can think back through the seven sorrows and use that as a guide. So number one, Simeon, in the prophecy of Simeon, he told Mary that Jesus was going to be a sign of contradiction and that he would bring about the fall and the rise of men in Israel. So as you think back on some difficulty in your life, some adversity, some sadness, ask yourself, what was the fall and what was the rise in that experience? And so for me, the one of the biggest um, difficulties that I faced in my life was was my dad leaving me at, at, at a young age. But I can look back and I can see what was the rise of that. It took me a while to do that, but, but what it helped me to see was that, that God brought good from that because it left in me a desire to be a better father. So when you look back on adversity that you've had to face, think about the first sorrow, the prophecy of Simeon, and ask yourself, what was the fall and the rise, with the emphasis on the rise? As we think about the second sorrow in the flight into Egypt, this is an even um, greater opportunity to, to, to think back on how God could use that adversity, that trial, that difficulty as a, as a blessing. And it, it brings to mind Joseph of the Old Testament going, into Egypt as a slave and then as a prisoner, but through that, that he saved all of Egypt and all of Israel. So how can you look back on a difficulty and see it as a blessing? J Joseph and Mary had to cross a desert with Jesus and take him away from the country that he was promised to, to take the throne of. But by taking him out of Israel, it saved his life. So how can you look back on this and see a blessing? The third sorrow is the loss of Jesus in Jerusalem. And there's a couple of things about that sorrow that, that speak really deeply to me about our life. And one of them is that God uses the difficulties to draw us closer to himself. So how did God use this difficulty in your life to bring you closer to him. And not only did God draw Mary in in this sorrow by having her diligently look for him, but it was also an opportunity for her to prepare to handle adversity in the future. Those three days without Jesus when he was 12 was a preparation for the 
three days that she would be without him later on in life. So how did God use this difficulty in the past for you to prepare you for something else after that? And I can think of a, a, a big challenge that my wife and I faced, uh, you know, earlier in our marriage and how it helped prepare us to face a bigger challenge later on. So ask yourself in prayer, as you're praying the seven sorrows rosary, ask yourself, how did God use a previous adversity to help you grow? In the fourth sorrow, Jesus met the women in Jerusalem. And that prompts me to ask the question, who did you meet as a consequence of the adversity that you faced? And it's, it's a subtle difference in perspective because where Jesus just met the women in Jerusalem on the road to Calvary, but Mary met Jesus on the road to Calvary. But in that scene, just ask yourself, who did you meet? Who did you get to know? Who did you encounter that you otherwise would not have been able to meet because of this adversity? And for me, if my father had not left us, I would never have met my wife. And that's hard to see because of how, how circumstances played out over the course of 20 years. But it's, it's an important question to ask because God is guiding every aspect of our life, every single detail. And as you encounter adversity, then he's bringing you into uh, encounter with new people. So who did he bring into your life? And did he, Jesus says to the women in Jerusalem, as the, on the road to Calvary, he says, don't cry for me. Don't weep for me. Weep for your children. And one of the questions that prompts is, how did this adversity help take the focus off of you? How did it strengthen you to say, it's not all about me. How can you look at the challenge and the difficulty and the sorrow and the sadness that you faced and see that it helped you grow in, in consideration of other people? In the fifth sorrow, Mary's standing at the foot of the cross, and this is the moment that Simeon had prophesied. He said, a sword of sorrow will pierce your heart, that the thoughts of many a sword of sorrow will pierce your soul that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And so the question is, what thoughts were revealed? What did you learn about yourself? Did you learn that you had talents? Did you learn that you had uh, a, a higher level of tolerance for something? What did you, what skill did you acquire? What did you learn? What thoughts were revealed? And as Mary stood at the foot of the cross, there was Mary Magdalene. There was John, the beloved disciple. So there were other people who were not there. So through your adversity, who did you discover to be a friend? Who stayed by your side? How did this adversity teach you about who your friends really are? And in the sixth sorrow is Mary's holding the body of Jesus and looking at us, looking at the Roman centurions and the chief priests. In that moment, she said yes to 
adopting them as her spiritual children. And, and in that moment, they turned from being enemies of Christ to being her children. And if they're her children, then our brothers and sisters. So what did you learn about your enemies? And for me, one of the greatest lessons I learned in, especially in the sixth sorrow, is that people who I thought were my enemies were not my enemies, but they were just victims of the enemy. Or just that I was misperceiving them as not being my friends. <laughs> you know, I learned through the sixth sorrow and through this devotion that I, that I was misperceiving some things and I wasn't realizing that some people were, you know, friends. They were not just friends, but they could help me. And, and even on, on, on a level, for example, I heard a priest say one time, we thank God for our, our athletic rivals because they help us become better. So through this scene, the people who challenged you, the people who were a part of the difficulty, what did you learn about them? What did you learn about yourself through them? In the seventh sorrow, as Mary is burying Jesus, we learn from John in his gospel that Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus are now there to help bury Jesus. They, they're providing in a way that, that maybe they wouldn't have, Mary wouldn't have known ahead of time. But it's not so much, I think, that Nicodemus and Joseph were helping Mary. It's that Mary was helping them. Mary, Mary's diligence, Mary's zeal, Mary's hope allowed them to overcome their fear of identifying as a disciple of Jesus. And so Mary helped them. And so the question for you is, and, and really this is the ultimate question, of the adversity that we've faced, is how were we able to take that adversity, take that difficulty, and help other people as a result? And, and I was just talking to someone who came to our conference, and, and someone, someone was asking them, how do I deal with such and such? And this person said, here's how you deal with it. And then this person looked at me and said, I was able to help that person because I had faced that adversity. So who were you able to help as a result of the adversity that you faced? So just to, as, a, as a recap, look back at the seven sorrows and ask yourself, number one, prophecy of Simeon, what was the fall and rise that you experienced? Number two, how can you look back on uh, a sorrow and see it as a blessing, the flight into Egypt. Number three, the loss of Jesus in Jerusalem. How did this bring you closer to God? How did God use this to draw you closer to him? And what difficulty have you been able to persevere through since then? What, what was the resilience that God was trying to teach you through this adversity to prepare you to handle some other adversity? In the fourth sorrow, Jesus meeting the women at Jerusalem. Who did you meet as a consequence? Jesus says, don't weep for me. How did, the, how did this adversity that you faced 
help you take attention off of yourself. <clears throat> In the fifth sorrow, thoughts were revealed. Simeon said, a, soul, a sword of sorrow will pierce your soul that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. What did you learn about yourself? And what friends did you discover? Who, did, who stayed by your side? Who stood with you in this difficult moment? Number six, in the, the, um, Mary's holding the dead body of Jesus, the Pieta. What did you learn about your enemies? What did you learn about how you perceive your enemies and how you perceive hurts? Number seven, the burial of Jesus. Who were you able to help as a result of having gone through this difficulty? I hope that this is helpful to you, it, and truly, this is a guide, this is a template that we can use to help other people, and say, especially especially if it's been a while since they went through adversity, we can say, hey, why don't you listen to this podcast episode, and, and consider how that challenge that you had in your life ended up becoming a blessing. I'm Carl Brown. My hope is that through this podcast, I can help you make sense out of suffering so that either you experience consolation or so that you can share consolation with others. And the promises of the Blessed Mother are that through her intercession, we can experience peace in our families, find insights from the Holy Spirit, experience consolation. Be with us. She can be with us in our sorrows. She can accompany us in our work. We can receive answers to prayer. We can experience protection from the enemy of our soul. And we, ex we can experience Mary's assistance at the hour of our death, ultimately. Thank you for joining me in this podcast today. I'm Carl Brown. This is the EverybodySuffers.com podcast. Everybody suffers, so how can I pray for you? You can email me your prayer requests at carl at EverybodySuffers.com. And podcast statistics are hard to come by, so if this... If this podcast episode was helpful to you, please let me know. I'm Carl Brown. God bless you. Have a great day.